0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I've been in the book of John, and I'm going to continue. And we read the first, oh, some of the first chapter yesterday, and we shared some things. And we shared some stories, the importance of walking with the Lord, the, the importance of flying high with Jesus Christ and the stepping out of the box and being used as the disciples as they followed Jesus. You know, they went through a lot, and people, they were persecuted and all sorts of Things happen, and that could happen in our lives. The question is, are we willing to sell out to Jesus Christ? Are we so caught up with the world that we can't do it? I hope that we sell out to him. I hope we walk with him. Our Heavenly Father, guide us this day. Guide all those listening today that are hearing this program, that, Lord, they would hear from you. They would really hear from you and respond to what you have for them. Lord, I just want to be an instrument to share the good news of Jesus. Lord, I know that probably not everybody agrees with everything that I say. And, Lord, they don't have to agree with what I say, but they certainly need to agree with what you say. And I pray the Word of God speaks to us today. Lord, we love you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what? I think everybody needs a game plan for life. God has very specifically given us a game plan of life, and it is called the Bible, the Holy Word of God. God breathes into our lives through the Bible, through the truths, through the stories. We can hear stories from the Old Testament and stories from the New, and they change our lives because we know it's truth. What is it that directs your life? I think that is why it's so important to investigate who Jesus Christ really is. Many of you followed the death of Billy Graham and the news of Billy Graham's death that had a big impact on many people's lives. And like myself, probably many of you watched the funeral. I watched the funeral, and it was incredible. Five hundred different places in the world, people came from to recognize and say thanks for Billy Graham's life. His bold preaching touched countless millions for eternal life. Graham made it abundantly clear, and I will share a scripture with you in a few moments about that. And not, I'm going to share a scripture out of Jeremiah now, but that isn't the one I want to share. But Billy always used this other scripture. Uh, in John, which I'll share in a few moments, that that want people to think. I, I listened to a bunch of his messages this week on the radio, and it, amazing. They all had the same thing in common. You must be born again. You must believe, and if you're going to go to heaven, you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. If you don't believe that, then you're not going to make it to heaven. But Jeremiah chapter 29, 11 talks about the plans God has for us. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Yes, that's the plans God has for us today. He wants to prosper you. He wants to lead you even in the troubled times you may be facing. Because we're going to face those people. We are going to face troubled times and situational things that aren't great. But God is there wanting you to call upon him. Wanting to see you through. You know, he's there. He says, just call upon me. Why are we so afraid to call upon him? Well, I haven't been everything he's wanted to be, to be, so I don't think he'd be willing to help me. He says to call upon him. He will deliver. You have to be willing to call upon him. Which leads to my next thought. Are you directed by internal or external circumstances? Internal or external. What is it that's a driving force in your life? Is it you have such a close relationship with Jesus Christ that you literally count on him to give you wisdom and direction? Or is it you cry out to him only when you are in trouble? Do you remember John fourteen, where Thomas was questioning Jesus and said, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered in very profound, and this is one that Billy Graham uses all the time. This is chapter 14, verse 6. He answered. John answered this. He said, Jesus, excuse me, answered this. I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Did you hear that? No one comes to the Father. No one comes to our Heavenly Father. Nobody comes to God Almighty, Jehovah God, except through Jesus Christ. Some people don't put Jesus Christ in that realm. Some people have him off somewhere else in, in La La Land. But it's very clear that the Word of God says you can't go to the, your Heavenly Father unless you go through Jesus Christ. That's the Word of God. Billy explained to countless millions that for one to have eternal life, they must go to Jesus, as, as, and then as Jesus goes to our Heavenly Father. Many grasp the truth of God's Word and are experiencing life eternal in heaven because of it. It's beyond me why so many people roll the dice with Eternity. He was very specific that there is a heaven prepared for all those who believe in his name and a hell for those who do not. There was no games played. The word of God shares the real deal. It is incredibly sad when we see people who don't care. And they say, well, we'll just let the chips fall as they do. Or some people that will teach a doctrine and that there is no hell. You don't have to worry about it. You just won't make it as high in heaven. Well, I don't know where they pull that out of but it's certainly not from the Word of God. Man, it's going to be a sad reality for those who rejected the opportunity to put their faith in Jesus. That is why the disciples had such a mission to spread the good news of Jesus to the world, and now we are all ambassadors of the cross, spreading the news to Jesus to a lost world. We must all learn to understand the depths of Jesus' love and what He wants to do in people's lives, to take very seriously the label we're given Christian, Christian. Listen to the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans, chapter 8, 8, verses 38 through 39. He says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The love of God found in Christ Jesus is incredible. It's powerful. It's available. And God wants to work in our lives in powerful ways. I hope each of us will be a beacon of truth to our friends and to our lost world and that we will take very seriously the call of God on our lives. I pray we would not just be another church, but we would be a church living the heartbeat of Jesus and proclaiming with a loud voice, that Jesus is Lord. I hope that you're going to a church that will proclaim the same thing. We need all our churches proclaiming the name of Jesus, standing up for what Jesus wants us to do and what he wants us to stand up for, not shrugging away from the evils of the world, but standing up and saying, I am going to be a child of the King. Jesus is going to see me through a tough time. Now, folks, I can tell you from experience, there is tough times in life. I'm not through going through them yet, and I'm almost sixty-three years old, and I'm—I got a lot more to go through, I'm sure, and I don't look forward to going through any. But I tell you what—I want to keep my—I want to keep my eyes on the prize. I want to keep my eyes on Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. I want to walk with Him. I want to be led by His Spirit. Do you? Is that really the call in your life? Or are you listening today, just like you listen every day, and it's just... Oh, Pastor, hey, that's okay. You shared some good stuff. Or are you saying, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to respond to Almighty God this day. Let go and let Jesus guide your path. Let's all be on board in changing our world for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And if you need prayer, I pray you would seek God. If you need somebody to pray for you, I pray you'd seek somebody you know that prays. You can call me and I'd love to pray with you. I pray with many people on the phone over the years. Love to pray with you. We just need to call upon God together. Sometimes people, they've been Christians their whole life, but they're really, they have no depth to the relationship. and They need to get things right. And they're, but they're afraid to call upon, they're afraid to mention it or afraid to go to an altar or whatever it might be because they're afraid they're going to say, oh, what's happened? What's wrong with them? Well, you know, the world is collapsing around them. Well, we need more people to be honest and say, you know what, I'm going to be honest, Lord, I'm struggling. You know, I'm don't have i not having a great week, and Lord, I just feel so far away from you. If that's the case, call upon him. And, you know, take time to listen to. Take time to listen to his small voice and understand that his plan is much greater than anything we can imagine. He has a huge plan for your life. You know, I think sometimes we have plans for our kids' lives. We think, oh, our kids are going to do this and that. And I remember early on, my daughter, she wanted to be a doctor early on, and, and she was very smart and got through school very fast, had tremendous grades, in fact, scholarship most of her college, and got out in three and a half years, and, and now <laughs> and she's out, and she's working at Dutch Bro Coffee, of all things. she got a great degree in human resource management and in, in, nonprofit, uh, in nonprofit management, and and uh, she's still working in Dutch, she loves it. She loves people. I don't know what the future holds. A girl is sharp as nails. She worked here at the station for two years and, and got her feet wet and worked at the YMCA. She's so gifted and talented. But, you know, we always have plans for our life. We just want to be successful. But one thing I can say about my daughter and my son-in-law, they love Jesus. They're serving the Lord. They're walking with him. And what more can a father ask for? That their daughter marries a guy that loves the Lord, that they love the Lord together that they live for him and walk with him. I couldn't be any prouder as a father. And I just pray that God would lead her into a field. I don't know, maybe she'll supposed to be a Dutch Bros. I don't know. But I pray God would open up a great door for her because she is so talented and gifted. And you know what? I think we all have those aspirations for our children. And But more than anything else, show your children Jesus. We need our children to know Jesus. And when we do, you know what? We're going to see them change the world just like you've changed the world. And if you're struggling today, I ask that you call upon him. Whatever's on your heart, maybe something's heavy burden on your heart right now. Maybe it is your children. And maybe it's something else. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your church. Maybe it's your neighborhood. You know what? I want to just close in prayer today, just a a prayer to bring these things to the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, you know the hearts of everyone listening. You know the needs that they have. You know the struggles they have. You know, some of them have kids that are just not walking with you. In the name of Jesus, I pray you'd bring them back. Lord, that you'd bring them to you and they would serve you powerfully and mightily. And Lord, if some are going through some family issues, help them. Health issues, heal them. Financial issues, take care of them. Job issues, give them strength. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We give you thanks for this day. In Jesus' name, amen.